This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you know how often identity theft occurs? Every two seconds, affecting even children. The great news is that you and your loved ones don't have to become the next victim. In the Cyber Mindful with Sandra podcast, we'll explore together simple practices that increase the cyber safety of you, your family, and your business. I'm your host, Sandra Esto, and I believe the key to protecting yourself from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters is rooted in being fully present, both online and offline. This podcast is a conversation among friends. I'm delighted that you are choosing to take charge of your cyber safety because you deserve to have peace of mind online and protect what matters most to you. So let's do this together. Welcome to a new episode of Cyber Mindful with Sandra. I'm pretty excited for the show today because today is just you and me again into this conversation and going deeper into what it means to you and to me to keep our loved ones safe, to keep our loved ones protected from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters. I know that you want that. I know that you want to keep your family safe. And and I understand how, how it might feel sometimes that we have this huge responsibility that could feel overwhelming and sometimes a little bit scary and and maybe feeling powerless that we're not doing enough online. We're not doing enough to protect our kids, to protect our family, to protect our teenagers or our parents or our spouse or, or to protect ourselves. And, you know, like you, I get frustrated that we get to we get to keep an eye. I mean, we get to get like watching everywhere and be all eyes on on hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters because they they want to ruin our lives and they want to do more than just stealing our money or our information. And it shouldn't be that way. I mean, cyber monsters shouldn't be allowed to do that, to mess our lives, to mess up with our with our kids, with our you know family members. And they shouldn't be robbing us from from the peace of mind that we deserve to have online. I mean, we we shouldn't be always paranoid and feeling that we don't know what to click, what's safe, what's not safe. I mean, is this email real? What is my computer doing this or that? I hello? I mean, we have plenty in our plate. Yet that's the reality. And the good news with this reality is that when we acknowledge that reality, when we acknowledge this is just the world we live in, and with that acknowledgement comes a decision. And that decision is that you can become cyber savvy. And when you do that, I 
I can promise you things change in a way that transforms everything around you. When you become cyber savvy, you, you feel different. You feel like that constant battle with technology ended. That technology is actually on your side. That technology actually allows you and can allow you to enjoy more time, more freedom, more excitement, more of what you want to do. That technology can be that. And that when you get to get that part, that cyber savvy part of you, that is already there. I mean, it's you already have it. You just have to you know, develop it more. And together we can do that. I, I, I love that journey. And I love that there is this big opportunity in front of us for you to become that person in your family that can guide your, your children, that you can guide your teenagers. And, and they might know a little bit more about technology, but the knowledge and the wisdom that you have when you combine that with cyber savvy tactics, oh my goodness, it's going to be so helpful for, for them to, to be able to recognize when something is not real, when something it's not, when someone is pretending to be somebody else and that you can guide them through that. Or when you can have a conversation with your parents that is so different because whether it's your mom or your dad or an elder that you care about in your family that is getting scammed. And no matter how many times have you told them, don't click or don't do this or don't do that. When you become cyber savvy, you, you will find different ways that you can relate to them and that you can connect. and you'll see how they will suddenly listen to you. Pay attention because now you are being that person that you want them to be. And that is the key. Being who you would like your kids to be safe online. Be who you want your employees to be safe and not putting your company at risk. Being who you want your spouse, your parents to be so they don't put you and your data at risk. So anyway, that is what we're going to be talking about. And, and I love, I'm just, oh, lost my notes. And I love the topic because cyber monsters are out there. Yes. And when I think about what, what is that they are robbing us? What is that they are doing? It's so much more than just data and information. It's so much more than affecting our computer, affecting our phone, or how we, you know, losing this 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 file or, or this particular information. It's so much more. It's it's our mental health. It's our peace of mind. It's our freedom, and we deserve. We you and me deserve to have time that we can enjoy online, a time that we can feel like the, the interaction with technology is pleasant. It's, it's an interaction that it's not surrounded by this fear and panic that someone is going to take it away. 
And the, the, the way that you can start that journey, the best way that I learned in my journey is becoming cyber savvy and practicing, practicing to be I am, to be intentional, to be aware, and to be mindful. And what does that mean? Well, to be I am means it's a way of living. It's a choice. It's not just an antivirus you're going to put out there. It's not just the next tool or it's not the next firewall or the next VPN. No, no. I mean, all of that are, of course, important things to consider. And they are, we're going to be talking about those tools. But this is so much more than that. This is you. And when you get to be I am, be intentional, be aware, and be mindful, whether you are online or, or offline, everything changed. You don't have to depend on somebody else, or you don't have to depend on updating something so you can feel safe or doing a particular thing so you can protect your information. You can be that person. And that's what the be I am practice gives you. So be in be intentional, be aware, and be mindful. Be I am. Now, be I, be, what is be intentional mean? So be intentional, it's acting on purpose. When you are online, you know what you're doing. You exactly can recognize where, where is it and what is the step that you're taking next. Be aware. Be aware is all about the knowledge and the awareness that you need in order to take the right choice or the right action, right? So be aware means you know what are the basics about cybersecurity, about cyber safety, what's cybercrime, what is identity theft. And we we talk about that in our previous solo episode. So if you missed that, just go back and, and learn about those basic principles. What what is cybercrime? What is cyber what is a cyber threat? What what is a cyber attack? Because once you know those basic concepts, that you can start incorporating the simple practices that come with the next one, which is to be mindful. And be mindful means that you're present, that you actually are right here in that moment with that piece of technology. And when we're present, we make better decisions. And being present allows you to notice what's happening. And when you do that, the amazing thing is that you're going to be seeing in your email things you have never seen before or seeing in your text messages something that you have never seen before or realizing the way that you know, people are trying to trick you into, cyber monsters are trying to trick you into getting away your information. And you will notice that. And when you do that, you will feel so empowered and you will feel how you and only you can take charge of your cyber safety. And, and it's just a beautiful journey that develops and transforms you. It has done that for me. And that's why I'm excited to, to be here, to be by your side, to hold your hand and, and together get to that place. Now, today episode is all about the be aware. Be aware. You know, what are the basic things that you need to know? And who are the cyber monsters is something you need to know. So 
because of to make my life so much easier, I'm gonna read from my book how to protect yourself yourself against hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters. So it's so much easier than me trying to recreate content that I already created a long time ago. And I love this book. It's super simple. It's a, it's a perfect way to, to get to know the basics and to get to know them through stories. And in this book, I share a little bit about me that I have never shared before. And that connection with cybersecurity that started so early in my life. I didn't even realize how cybersecurity or security was going to be such an influence, influential part of me. So um, I hope you get the book and that you and I together can become cyber savvy. I mean, this is a perfect foundation for you to do that. Now, the topic about cyber monsters today. Before we do that, let me ask you this question. When you were a kid, were you afraid of the dark? Like, for real? Like, were, were you thinking about the boogeyman or were you thinking about El Coco? Like in Venezuela, it, it, se llamaba El Coco. We call it El Coco, like that person that scary, scares you. And um, I was terrified about El Coco. I, I had a very traumatic childhood. And because of that, I saw dangerous things or dark things or dark, you know, these, these, these um, scary figures and that surrounded me or that were in front of me. And I developed this technique Probably I was seven when I, I was just so scared and I didn't know what else to do, that it was the most amazing thing I could have done for me at the time to really cope and to really feel safe and, and protected. And that I, I was sure and I was ensuring myself that nothing will happen to me, that El Coco wouldn't take me away. So. Guess what was that technique? Well, <laughs> that technique was I will go into my mom's bedroom, right? <laughs> and I sneak into her bed. And we because we grew like we grew up, I grew up with a stepfather and he he um he was not every day with us. He he was in the military and he 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 could call he would come like, you know, every couple of weeks once in a while. So my mom was by herself most of the time. So I will sneak into her bed. And then if I touch my mom with my two hands like this and my back, my mom's back, and then I will also put my left leg and touch my mom. Like I felt like if I was doing that, <laughs> I can't raise my legs so high because <laughs> of the chair I am, but you get the picture, yeah, touching my mom with my two hands and my leg. That, in my brain, was a protection mechanism that nobody could take me away. And doing that was what saved me from, from fear, from 
from that feeling of scary panicking and, and, and horrible um, feeling that something is going to take you away or something is going to do something to you. Now, that was me. That was a long time ago. Back then, I'm not scared anymore. In fact, it's so funny when I, I was just recapping in my book and I read, I was preparing for the, for the episode. When I wrote this book, this this happened in 2020, and I was still doing this. I was still putting my my hands in my husband's sh- um, shoulders or back and my leg because there was so much more still in me. I guess that 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 I felt the need of protection. So I was still doing that, and and I just realized I haven't done that in a while. I actually don't do that anymore. Um, I'm in such a different state of mind and in such a different place that I don't I it it I don't need that anymore. And I've just reading that in the book made me feel so grateful. So so grateful. Because that means it's just the resolution of so much trauma and the resolution of all the different things that I have worked in the last year. So to overcome all this um I don't know if it's a ghost or or feelings, limitations and voices in my head and you know all of that and not having that that to do that just feels so amazing. And um, this is the first time, actually, that I'm sharing that I don't have that anymore. So anyway, when you do the work, it works. Now, back to who are the cyber monsters. So let's talk about that here in the book. And I explained to you a little bit about the four type of cyber monsters that exist. And now let's let's talk about who they are. And I'm just gonna read it so it's easier for me to read this paragraph. So the first cyber monster is Sacrimo. And I just use a, a name to abbreviate cyber criminal monsters. So Sacrimo is the first one. And what they have is the thing that's scary you and me probably the most and is that they have overtaken the drug trade and and they have become the biggest illegal business that exists so yes so they 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 have overtaken the drug trade and they have and they are oh my god you know why it's happening to me right now i don't have my glasses that's why I'm like, what am I struggling with this reading? So I'm going to put my glasses on top of my, um, okay. Yeah. So now I can read. <laughs> so now they have overtaken the drug trade and they are the most profitable illegal industry at this time. They go after one thing and only one thing. Your money my money. Yeah, that's all what this is about. So Sacrimo, it's like organized crime and it operates as a business. 
What does that mean is as a business is organized, so they might have a marketing team, they might have PR, they might have an HR, they might have, they have employees that actually are the hackers that they employ to do the things that they need to do to, to get their product. And you know what the product in this case is, it's you and me. And they source that using many techniques and using multiple things. And they, you know, they try every single day to trick us into giving away our information so they can get into our bank accounts or they can get into our credit cards or get into, into our, our information so they can sell it to other people or they, they can do other things with our information, like pretending to be you so they can steal money for somebody else. I mean, it goes on and on and on. All the things that cyber criminals or sacrimal monsters can do. Now, that is the first one. Now, let's talk about the second one. The second one is hacky mo, and is the hacktivism monster. And hacktivism, it's an individual or group that it's motivated by some sort of social or political mission. Now, the word hacktivism is the combination of an activist who, you know, promotes impede, direct, or intervene in social, political, economic, or environmental causes with their desire to make a statement or a change in society. And it's the combination with the word hacking, of course, which means gaining unauthorized access and data to data and systems. So the hacking mode, the hacktivism is that combination of hacker with activism. And you know, there's so many, so many things that Hakimo does, and it's usually equipped with the same tools and techniques that cyber criminals or Psycrimo is. But the goal is not necessarily to get your money, although they might they might get some financial, so to support their operation, they might do some of that, but it's not their motivation. Their motivation is actually to disrupt and to bring attention to what they care about, what is their cause. And, you know, last year with, you know, with so many things happening, there was some active hacktivism threats happening in the world. So you might have seen some of the news and and some of the the organizations that were hacked um, because you know either either they have a strong belief or strong opinion about a particular um, a, a particular situation like you know some of the shootings, some of the things that happened with the police. You know, some hacktivism groups will go and hack the police or will go and hack the other side. And this just back and forth because, again, it's all about what, what, um, what they believe is the right thing to do. So that's what Hakimo 
es and, and das. Now, the next one, it's insimo. And this one, it's so, so important for you to know. Because not only as, a, as an individual, but if you own a company or if you work in a company, this, this is sometimes underestimated. Insimo means the insider monster. And in the in the industry, in cybersecurity is known as insider threat. Now I, I just I call it insimo. And insimo are individuals with legitimate access to your personal information or your business. Now they could be employees, they could be former employees, they could be contractors, vendors, business partners. And here's the thing: this is the part that you might not realize they could be also vengeful spouses or vengeful friends. Like, think about that for a second. Like someone that's in your life that for any reason is no longer in your life and that person becomes now filled with revenge and then they will use the information they know about you to harm you. I know a story a couple of years ago, there was this couple and they were going through a divorce and all of a sudden, one day, the husband, who he, he, he was a chemist at a company that I, that I knew, he was in, in, in the, in the lab, he was a chem, uh, an analyst, a chemist analyst. The FBI came in and what happened was the wife was very angry and really frustrated and she because because of that she called the FBI and told that her husband was building bombs and that was doing harmful things and you know that you know story was so crazy because you could damage somebody else by telling something that's not true, but because you, you're so consumed with the revenge or you're so consumed with, you know, bitter emotions that you just say anything about the other person to get that person in trouble. And I have seen the other side too, where a husband has done things to his wife, to her computer, to, you know, delete her entire data or delete and reset the phone and delete all the pictures or delete, you know, things like that, or where they use the children to, to, um, get revenge on the, on the other person or put things in social media that can endanger, you know, the person or can endanger that, you know, the, their family, you know, when, when people are in that state of mind, sometimes they don't think about the consequences. Now that's just one type of situation that could happen, but it could be also accidental. I mean, not everyone that is an insimo do it on purpose. Like sometimes you, like if you are in a company and and there was a a hack a couple of weeks ago in, um, in one large organization and it was just an employee that clicked on the wrong link and that caused a cyber attack for that company. Because it was a ransomware infected email. And 
that person wasn't paying attention, probably was distracted or super tired or whatever the case is. But the thing is, without intention, he compromised the company. Um, you know, that that um, event created, of course, um, a set of things in that organization to, to work with. And, you know, sometimes there are employees that they are disgruntled, disgruntled or unhappy. It's <laughs> disgruntled is a very hard word for me to pronounce. So they are unhappy employees and they just don't like what's going on. So they just go on social media and share things that now put your company at risk or risk your operation. So anyway, that, that, that can happen. And that's why you need to know about the Insimo. And the thing that you need to know about Insimo is who has access to what in your life? Who, who does know your bank account access? Who does know, you know, where do you save your most precious things? Who doesn't, you know, if you own a company, intellectual property, who has access to that precious information? Who knows the most? about you and who knows the most about you that can hurt you online. So ask those questions to yourself. Now, the last one is Nasumo. And Nasumo means the nation state cyber monsters. And they are motivated by political, economic, technical, or military agendas. Now, they they work to disrupt a specific target. Either the, the the target is a country, a government, an organization, but it could also be individuals because they can gain valuable information. Now, this is the part that sometimes we don't get it, and that Nasumo, you know, nation state sometimes may target. Someone like you and me or someone that if you know someone that knows someone, you know that that saying, like, if, if I hack this person that I know knows this person, that this person, I might get to, to, to the target much easier. So that, that could be the case when sometimes Nasumo attacks small businesses or stack, you know, or attack an individual because they can get access to a particular person that was, you know, the real target of the thing that they wanted to do. So just because it's a nation state, it doesn't mean you shouldn't care about. Now, those are the four cyber monsters. And there is a lot that they can do. And there is a lot that they can get from you. Knowing who they are, and what they can do is the first step for you to protect and, and to keep yourself and your family safe. Now, I, I promise that I will give you one piece of advice or one tip at the end of this episode so you can... Oh, I think my glasses are bothering me. I'm just going to take this. <laughs> so my glasses were compressing my my um my headphones so that's why now one 
one piece of advice that I have, you know, what, what would you do to protect yourself from, let's say, the first cyber monster, Sacrimo? As I said, they want, what is that they want from you? They want your money. So one way you can protect yourself easily and be intentionally aware and mindful is to place alerts in all your bank accounts and all your financial transactions. So if someone gets into your account, you know right away. So this is a super simple thing you can do. You can contact your bank or you can go into your bank page and see where it says notification. So every bank is different. So I can not show you exactly how to do it. But if you go into the notifications and alerts and you can ask your bank to alert you when someone does an ATM transaction or when someone does um, a withdrawal or a transfer, I mean, all of those alerts should come to you, whether as a text message or whether as an email, whatever is your preferred choice to know. And what it gives you is that power, that knowledge, that empowerment, that you know what's going on with your credit card right now. You know what's happening with your debit card. You know what it is. And if someone does something, you know it right away and you take the action right away. So that's all for today. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful week and I will see you next. Ciao for now. And remember, be intentional. Be aware and be mindful. Be I am. Be I am now. Ciao for now. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for you today. So if you enjoyed this episode, please tag me in social media at way to protect Again, it's way number two, protect. And let me know if this episode has helped you. I would love to hear from you. And if you like to know more about me, check out my resources at my website sandraestock.com. And remember, be intentional, be aware, and be mindful. Be I am. Be I am now. <laughs>